Hello and welcome to Let's Talk, a Mazars podcast about doing business in the time of COVID-19. In this series, we will hear from Mazars experts who've been helping clients navigate the business impact of coronavirus. They will tell us how their clients have been affected and what they've learned during the crisis, as well as how they have responded and what happens next. So, let's talk. Today's guest is a consulting expert who tells us about new client demands, the importance of clear team communications, and how COVID has accelerated the pace of change. Hello, my name is Rob Kastenschmidt, and I serve Mazars as the global consulting leader. Let me take you back eight or nine months to a time when in many parts of the world, we had a robust economy, bullish attitudes, business conversations usually centered around taking advantage of continued expansion. Then in March, awareness of COVID-19 hits, and the overarching theme for everything to do with business becomes uncertainty. Questions start like, when will economic activity resume? What will it look like? How do lockdowns differ from country to country or even city to city? No one could really say they had a good understanding of what would happen, and that feeling unfortunately lingers yet today. How have your clients been affected in recent months? That environment led to liquidity concerns. How do you maintain a company when costs still exist, but there's an absence of revenue? If you're shut down or limited for weeks, that's an economic imposition. Shut down for months? That causes real economic harm. And when it's for months on end, it's a threat to the very existence of the business. That's why my team and I have been identifying alternative paths for clients, helping them adjust to new ways of working while trying to find opportunities amidst the uncertainty. How has your team responded? As organizations react to the new COVID-impacted operating environment, we've found ourselves working with them more than usual on IT infrastructure and movement to the cloud because our clients, many of them, did not have everything in place to allow their people to work semi-permanently off-site. Some found they were pretty much capable of doing it, but others need a lot more support to be functional. Yes, those changes were coming down the road, but COVID has made them immediate priorities. We're also seeing organizations shift their attention to addressing some of the implications of their rapid change in operating practices. Take cybersecurity as an example. It's been on the agenda for years, but possibly not properly dealt with. When you open up your system to remote working and the associated access to your IT systems, it comes with significant cyber concerns, such as have you built the systems that can filter people logging on from new locations in comparison to malicious actors? What else have you found yourself focusing on as a result of COVID? We've also had a lot of activity around robotic process automation, in part as a reaction to having to reduce team sizes and move to remote working. When you combine those two factors, it can be incredibly useful to automate processes along the way. Again, this would have happened over time, but it's been accelerated by needing to do more work with less people and protect liquidity. The challenge with COVID is that no one size solution fits all organizations. Each of us enter COVID with different organizational strengths and challenges, and our reaction to the COVID environment will be equally unique. Entities in distress need to ask themselves, what are my most critical issues? And then focus your efforts there rather than trying to mimic what you see other entities doing. What are your predictions for what happens next? Over the summer, we had a period of relative stability, but not recovery. We now see a reemergence of COVID and associated government responses throughout the world, which further extends the period of uncertainty. Thankfully, I believe that organizational leaders are better equipped to respond to these circumstances now than in the spring, because businesses I'm talking to are making long-term plans. 
not just fighting fires anymore. A lot of that ties into IT investments, cloud technology, and automation. What's your advice to someone listening? COVID-19 and how it's forced remote working to expand like never before could make the world smaller. After months of working in the COVID environment, many employers have discovered that their teams do not have to be fully in the same city anymore, or even the same country. When you're all working remotely, there's little difference between 10 miles, 1,000 miles, or 10,000 miles of separation. If you can manage time zones and cultural considerations, your talent pool is now exponentially larger. Another shift to be expected is reducing reliance on single suppliers and geographies within your supply chain. Governments everywhere are looking into regulation that would ask for supply chains to be more local wherever possible in order to address some of the risks that became evident during the last global shutdown. And finally, COVID has reminded us yet again that no supply chain or commercial relationship is safe from external shock. Regardless of the size or history of your suppliers, remember the worth of tools like credit enhancements to encourage them to pay on time. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk, a podcast from Mazars about doing business in the time of COVID-19. If you have enjoyed this, you can find more by searching Mazars Let's Talk.